Welcome to One Penny at a Time. I'm your host, Harris Elliott. You might be noticing this is kind of a different format from what we've been doing here. So we're going to test something out new with the podcast by having a video feature here that's available on Spotify. On today's episode, um, we have our very first special guest episode here. Um, I have fellow dividend investor, Ron, aka Pinoy Stock Investor, all the way from Hawaii. Aloha. How are you, sir? Aloha. Oh, oh great. How are you? I'm doing good. Hey, man, I appreciate you being able to join me tonight as well. Uh, thank you for being the very first special guest on One Penny at a Time. It's a huge honor to have you on here. I'm very honored to be the first one. And uh, it's really great because I think that we do share uh, our audience and that we do share the the, the goal for to, to the, the, the niche of the audience, the beginners. No, absolutely. And I definitely think that, you know, with with everything's going is that obviously on YouTube, there's this whole, you know, there's a lot of really good content creators and they're really good at what they do, but it is for a more advanced audience. And I feel like um, some of the content out there for beginners, it's usually the same repetitive thing. So you want to kind of add that really good touch to it. So I think that'd be really cool, you know, that we kind of have the same vision and similarities in the portfolio. So I'm really excited for us to do this episode today. So let's go ahead and start off. Ron, tell me a little bit about yourself. What's your background? Are you a hedge fund investor? Are you the Wolf of Wall Street? Give me some head, some background there. Oh, how, how I wish. Uh, I'm just a, a, a small-time investor. Um, I just started investing. Actually, not just started, but I did start my portfolio, and it's not, it's not that big. It's not a hedge fund level. <laughs> I don't think so, I don't like, think we'll, uh, I don't I think we'll ever really... get to the hedge fund level. <laughs> <laughs> I, I wish. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. So, um, tell me about yourself. Um, you're from Hawaii, right? Yeah, I'm from the Aloha State. Come, uh, I came from the Philippines, and now I'm in Aloha State. Awesome. That's great, man. And then, what's your background? Um, um, obviously, we we know you're not the Wolf of Wall Street or a, a super investment banker. What do you what what kind of work do you do? Oh, uh, I am a programmer, so I work with I work with uh, websites and everything like that. And then uh, at the nighttime, I am a YouTuber. <laughs> hey, no, I mean everybody's a content creator nowadays, right? You know how it is. <laughs> yeah. Well, yeah. that's great. So pretty much the best thing I always like to talk about here it's um you're an everyday person here, just trying to invest and put into your future. Yep, definitely. Uh, I'm I'm not like I don't have those budgets, those Series A, Series V. I only have my own paycheck budget, as I as I call it, my investment fund. <laughs> I uh, I think we're all in that point there. So, Ron, uh, when did you start investing in the stock market? Um, I've been investing uh for since 2019, but I wasn't focused on my investing back then. I was just buying whatever here and there, whatever I see on uh, the, like what's famous, what's, what are they talking about, what people are talking about on YouTube like that. But I did focus on my investment uh, around 2020 by March. Yeah. So uh, uh, right around the pandemic hits, we have more free time on our hands. So that's really when you kind of started really getting more in depth with it and, you know, getting involved with it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, like reading books like that, uh, learning, uh, reading, co uh, consuming a lot of content, and definitely uh, watching uh, YouTubers for one, and then reading uh, blogs and everything like that, and then mostly books. Got you. Um, was investing ever part of your life when you were younger, or this is something that you kind of wanted to learn on your own 
aka like the YouTube route or you know the book route? Oh, uh, so when I, when I was growing up, uh, I do want to invest or make a business in something like that, but mm-hmm. I don't have the time to 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 I don't have the time. So, like growing up, uh, I thought working would be the best way to earn my way to riches. And mm-hmm. uh, I saw this investing thing, like uh, like what I mentioned, 2019, and then mm-hmm. then that that's how I it started peak my my attention. And uh, I saw this movie called Wolf of Wall Street. I think everybody's familiar with that. And, I mean, it's one yeah. of the best movies ever made. <laughs> yeah, definitely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, except um, Jordan Belfort is not a, a dividend investor. Jordan Belfort is all about shorting the penny stock. So a little bit different concept there, but still yeah. an amazing movie. It's it's yeah. best three hours you can spend watching a movie. <laughs> I mean, would they would they follow it? No. Uh, did I enjoy it? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, we definitely don't want to follow Jordan Belfort's uh, yeah. <laughs> uh, investing style. Well, that's great, Ron. So that's really amazing. So you've been doing this for uh, over three years now, and mm-hmm. um, I I've been I started watching your videos after we we met about a month ago, and I saw your videos. First and foremost, congratulations on building a portfolio of about forty thousand dollars. Is that correct? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I just uh, reached forty k recently. Uh, that was like a uh, hard sweat equity. <laughs> Dude, that's congratulations. That, that's a huge achievement. You know, nowadays, uh, for me, when I started off, like really watching on the YouTube sector a couple of years back, I would see, for example, I know Andre Jick was a really, really popular, still is popular yeah. back in the day when he did the dividends. I yeah. used to see his $500,000 portfolio and that's like, I'm never going to get there. It was so discouraging. Yeah. But seeing you like as like your your everyday person, uh, that's amazing that you've been able to build that. For congratulations, first and foremost, man. Thank you. Oh yeah, I mean, I've, I've been watching them too. Uh, Andrew Jig, Graham, uh, who else? Uh, Joseph Carlson. If you're familiar with him, yeah, of course. So, I mean, um, he has his his Patreon's probably the most the best value on what he offers. Yeah, yeah. So like, go, you yeah. would see their the value of their portfolio like hundred k, five hundred k, millions, and I'm like, uh like. I, at some point you can't relate how much the, how much how big is the the amount of their portfolio so like when i started i was thinking oh uh, i hope somebody would relate like how how i'm starting and how every everyday people like starting no 100% so ron um i i think uh, apple is the biggest holding in your portfolio is that correct yeah yeah right now it is yeah um how many total shares do you have of apple oh i, I actually just today uh reach my 40th uh share dude that's amazing and because you know that you know apple's not the cheapest stock so that's is it what it's probably averaging like 150 right now so obviously you probably Mm -hmm. have it at a a lower cost but you know what's your strategy are you putting into the market daily weekly monthly like how do you what's your strategy and how you're doing investing right now oh so uh for me um I have this um, what, what I call the my daily fund. Uh, it's it's not much. Mm-hmm. It's probably like what fifty dollars, twenty dollars, like that, for every day. It, it's it's and then I have this uh, weekly one, uh, about hundred dollars every week. So what I would do is I would spread it like how M One Finance is uh, working. Mm-hmm. So they would mm-hmm. spread it to your uh, pie portfolio like that. So I would mm-hmm. spread it to my portfolio. And then most of it would go to Apple, and 
that's the, that's one of my core holdings. I don't mm-hmm. necessarily uh pick what amount or what price I'm gonna come in to Apple. I would just buy regularly a dollar cost average like that. So 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 I could uh I, I'll be average between the highs and lows on this week or this month like that. Got you. So essentially you're kind of doing a little bit like every day and every week. So you're kind of getting different time periods. So that way, if let's say Apple took a 5% hit, then you have a little bit going there, but say the next day it goes up that 5%. So you're just kind of getting that average out. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. That's amazing. Um, what other, what other holdings do you have or, you know, as far as like our big staple in your portfolio? Oh, I, I, re- I recently, actually I sold something uh, back then. And then I recently invested in Berkshire Hathaway. If you're familiar with, yeah, I think uh, I think Mr. everybody. Mr. Warren Buffett. I mean, yeah, Mr. Warren Buffett. <laughs> yeah, so I'm um, I'm actually uh, treating that one as a ETF of my portfolio because since they have a lot of holdings on their portfolio, and I'm like, I want to be into that one. Now, next question: Which which Berkshire are you doing? Are you doing the the really expensive one or the the cheaper one? <laughs> so uh, I'm on the cheaper side. We don't have money. We don't have hedge fund money on that bigger one. <laughs> Yeah, I, I, if, if for those who don't know, uh, Berkshire Hathaway is a company that has two types of shares. They got the one for people like us, which is I think it's ranging between like two to four hundred dollars. Then they got the big one, which I haven't checked that one in a long time, but I think the last time I saw that one, like a couple months back, was at like three hundred and fifty thousand dollars a share or something ridiculous like that. Yes, you heard that right. It's three hundred fifty thousand per share. <laughs> And that is just mind-boggling. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So talk to me about your dividend plan. So is all your companies dividend companies? Do you have a mixture of growth and dividends? What is your strategy right now? Uh, so actually, I started with buying all these dividend stocks because that's that's what I want. I want I want the income for, for mm-hmm. us who, who have our fund or our, our portfolio with a small amount. We want that income because we see it because it's real, mm-hmm. something like that. And uh, going in, uh, digging in deeper, learning, I saw that having an exposure to a little bit of growth would give a really big impact on your portfolio in the long run. So I'm, I, right now, I don't have just a dividend portfolio. I also have growth portfolio, like uh, growth stocks like uh, Meta and Google. Got you. Got you. So no, that's good. So you're, I know there's always like this big thing. There's like strict dividend investors, which in my, my case, my portfolio, my rule is if it doesn't pay a dividend, I won't have it at least in this portfolio, but it's always that mixture though. I mean, there's in the market, there is no right, wrong answer. It's depending of what fits. It's like, for example, my strategy may not fit your needs. And that's the thing about investing. You should never copy anybody else just to try to do it so that's what's beautiful about this is that there is no yeah. right or wrong it's what's best definitely. for you so that's definitely really cool that you're doing that there um obviously you know with a forty thousand dollar portfolio um what's the largest dividend that you are you receiving right now for like any of your holdings oh uh so far the largest dividends that i'm receiving is from one of my core holdings called avi uh, it's a biotech company yeah they 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 paid me quarterly about $22, I think 25 now. Yeah. That's great. So I think Avi right now, I know Avi is a little more on the expensive side. Um, I think right now, isn't Avi, is it like at like 150 right now? 
trading yeah, right yeah, about? It's, it's about 150, 140. So you're getting $25 every quarter. You know, that's about a, you know, that's a pretty good chunk of what the whole stock is. Are you reinvesting those dividends back into Advi? Are you spreading them into like other holdings that may have bigger opportunities? What's your strategy? So when it comes to my dividends, what I do is I wait and I collect them all together for a month. And then at the end of the month, I will re, uh, I will reinvest those dividends. So let's say actually this, this coming dividends, this coming uh, September 30th, I would earn my first 100 uh, $102. So my first three digit dividends. So, this so wow. So is that 102 for the month or is it like in the lifetime of the portfolio life to date? Oh, it's 102 for, for the month. Yeah. That's my first for time the, having three for, digits for the month. Okay. Yeah. yeah. And then, uh, Ron, you, you gotta, you gotta tell my, you gotta tell the viewers out there. What, what holdings do you have in that's composing of this $102 a month? That's a nice dinner out. That's your cell phone bill. That's amazing, man. So it's actually um, a combination of, uh, I, I was inspired by this uh, pie from M1 Finance. So they mm -hmm. would have this pie distributed through all sectors. So what I did is I picked the, the sectors that I like, like consumer defensive, real estate, technology, mm -hmm. and consumer discretionary. And then I picked stocks, at least three stocks in each uh, sector. So I have on real estate, I have uh, realty income and stag industrial. They pay monthly. And I mm -hmm. have on consumer defensive, I have Coca-Cola, of course, for everybody. And then Pepsi and Kroger. So they're, they're actually the big uh, payers on my portfolio. And then I consolidate those uh, dividends. And then at the end of the month, I would reinvest them, making it grow my next dividend next month. That's really cool. Um you know, think about it this way. Let's say I'm going to use it like a hypothetical stag, which um, we have the we have that in both our portfolios, which is like, you know, like the commercial real estate, mm -hmm. you know, real estate takes the last month has taken a really big hit. So if you really yeah. wanted to um, say you get this hundred dollars, if you say hypothetically, you put it all into stag, it's going to bring, you know, that's about right now, at least three over three shares. And the beautiful yeah. thing about that is that, Stag pays monthly, so that compounding and that it's just going to be doing its thing. So that's, uh, Ron, that's amazing that you're literally getting over a hundred dollars in a single month of dividends. Uh, props to you, man, and um, Thank you. for you. And this is a question I ask: When the like right now the market is not doing so sexy. It's the last week has been literally the meme of the dog holding the coffee mug in the fire. This is fine. This is okay. Yeah. Um, are you investing no matter what happens, positive, negative? Um, is you, have you made this like more of a, you know, you pay your cell phone bill every month. It's the same concept. I put money into my portfolio every month. What do you do? Yeah, actually, it's like that. It's, it's like what you said. I have before I before I uh, before I spend anything personally and for the family and for the house like that, I I remove chunk of my paycheck and put it on a savings or an investing envelope and then that i would use it to invest and right now since uh, like you mentioned market is really tanking so much and it's going down and it's like fire with coffee and the dog and yes. what i do is i i consistently buy it's not it's not because i'm i'm happy because it's going down but it's because it puts me on a better position on my stocks because when you buy uh, a lower value it would pull down your cost basis making it making it that your loss technically goes down 
mm-hmm. something like that. And no, then for, it, it, no, for it sure. It actually has a, a higher yield because it's cheaper. No, 100%. And I think on episode two of my podcast, where it's like Stock Market 101, I think I, I used an example of um, Coca-Cola where at a the at the high price at like 63, 64, and if it went down to 58, what the difference in dividend yield is, where it's like the same business metrics, the same everything. It's just then you're getting more for your buck. And yeah. right now it's funny how I did that episode and now Coca-Cola is literally at that $57, $58 mark. So maybe I should do more examples of that of things I want this I want discounts for. <laughs> yeah, definitely. I just listened to it like uh I think the the week that you release it and I'm like mm-hmm. this is like spot on. At the same time it went down and I'm like wow. <laughs> no, for sure. Now, obviously, you know, in the world of stocks, there's over 4,000 stocks in the stock market. Is there any particular either stock or business type or company or anything like that that you will not invest in no matter how appealing it is, no matter what the hype is? Is there something that you will not personally invest in because of either moral values or just something you don't believe in? Um, uh, actually, uh, yes, for for one, I have this uh, what they call sin stocks. Mm-hmm. So those stocks that uh, included or or. or are concerned with uh, cigarettes, liquor. I mean, not liquor. I don't. I don't yeah. think so. I think Coca Cola is coming into liquor. So uh, Coca Cola actually, um, and the last, and uh, Coca Cola is now doing the the alcoholic seltzer with Topo Chico. So they yeah, are yeah. kind of dabbling into that. But so in this case, you're talking about like Altria, which is known for like Altria, yeah. the cigarettes, which they yeah. also do liquor. Believe it or not, um, they actually have a small Whoa. liquor division. So you personally, you will not invest in them just because it's something that you don't believe in personally. Yeah, yeah. Even even if their dividends is so high and consistent, uh, personally, I won't invest in in Altria. Got you. Um, any other um companies or like business types that maybe it's not for you? Oh, um, actually, uh, when the market or when the people in Facebook or in or in social media start talking about it, like uh, AMT or the meme stocks, what they call. <laughs> I'm going to stay away. <laughs> I'm going to stay away. I can't I can't handle the volatility for one and and I, when when you dig into their fundamentals and their under the hood, uh you won't see any uh you, you won't see any upside on that. No, for sure. And extend in of kind of how I talked about before and like um that's day, it's day trading is gambling and that's not what yeah. we're here to do. We're here to build sure. long-term boring just doing your thing and letting it build out over time. Um, I think that I couldn't, you know, I, the way how like we invest, I don't get emotional. And it's like, if everything tanks, it's like, okay, fine. You know, it's part of it. But if you're trying to do this for like a day trade, it's too much. I can't do it. Yeah. Yeah, definitely. Um, For one, it takes a lot of time and some, that's some, that's some normal people like, like, I mean, like us, that don't have because one they have a we have a job, and then we have these things that were that that's taking our time. And day trading is definitely takes a lot of time. You you got to be in the market, and it's like eight hours. No, for sure, one hundred percent on there. Um, for me, um, um, the the two type of stock like these the stocks that I personally want to invest in, it's uh, airlines and cruises. So anything that has to do with that sector. I don't like the business model. The profits are very slim and, you know, there's a big, you know, when when gas shot up, that affects that. And it's just something that I personally won't invest in. 
Um, I do. I don't have Sin stocks in the portfolio, but I have an ETF that actually uh, to uh, has Philip Morris and Altria in the top ten of their holdings. So that's how I get the exposure there. And like the big thing for me is that I see tobacco going down now. If cannabis was cannabis is growing, which I know Altria is into that. That's mm-hmm. where I do see like a big boom in that, but I rather get exposure of it in the ETF and minimize the risk or I don't, I don't feel comfortable having it individually. Yeah. Opinion. Yeah. For sure. Me no, too. for sure. Yeah. So, I mean, if we're talking about here, uh, you know, is there any stocks right now that you got your eye on or like you're keeping an eye? It's like, you know, this one's looking really good. Should I pull the trigger? Anything you're having an eye on right now? Oh, currently. So I don't have an industri- uh, industrial on my portfolio. So I'm currently mm-hmm. looking at uh, adding an industrial sector or an industrial company on my portfolio. Namely, uh, I was looking at uh, Union Pacific. Mm. Yeah. Yes, um, I know that they've they've had really good growth this year. Um, you know, like I said, you know how I how I say it in the podcast, boring is sexy. Mm-hmm. Uh, railroad company. It is one of the most boring businesses ever. But people, the the people who know what's going on, you know, with like. Just knowing the worth of what it is to be patient and investing in these boring businesses, you get the good, you know, over five, 10 years, the growth, the dividends, everything. So that consistency. Yeah. And uh, plus their business is actually, you know, the competition on their business is just less. You would, you would, there's only numbers of companies that could compete to a railroad. So for that, I mean, um, that one is a really good factor for me. Gotcha, Ron. So um, with everything here, you know, with the market, uh, what's your ultimate goal with investing? Um, or, um, I know like right now a big a big trend is like the FIRE movement. Are you trying to work for FIRE or what's your goal personally? So at first it was FIRE, like retire early. But at some point I was like, nah, it, w- it wouldn't be fun. Like you would see yourself sitting, uh, sitting on a beach, uh, sipping mojitos for like, what, two weeks and then you're bored. So right now is to build my portfolio up to the point that I could, I could stand on my own with my content uh, creation like that and share what I'm learning and what I'm doing to everybody that's on my audience. No, that's great. Um, I know you said that you're from the Philippines there. Um, how different is it with like talking about the markets there? Because I know you had, before we got on the call, you mentioned about, how you have a big Filipino following there. Um, how different is it, I guess, where like the conversations or things like that compared to like the U.S. stock market? Well, when it comes to stocks, uh, Filipinos actually have a way now to invest in U.S. stocks. So there, there are a lot of brokers now that came that came up. I think the past, the last 2020, they they already they already have a fractional shares in there too. So they can definitely uh invest in u.s stocks what what's different is like uh the taxes how the dividends are are treated like that so they have all those things and since my audience is starting to have like a lot of following in the philippines uh, i have to look look them up learn it and understand it how how it's different no for sure and by you doing that research has that made you a wiser better investor and more knowledgeable on everything or what benefits have you gotten from like doing all that extra research from like investing in a different country which you know like how, how did that help you out with your investing today oh definitely something that um i would de- definitely something that i would uh, say to advise to other investors to look at how how investing in other country because there's a lot of 
countries that want the that that can invest in the U.S. stocks, and mm-hmm. knowing how how you can help them, like like on our side, our like us creators, uh, we're starting with beginners, and they want to begin uh, investing in U.S. stocks. The way we can help them is to give them things that they should know before they start, and they should know while they're doing it. No, one hundred percent. You know, that's great advice there. Um, last thought question, then I got a bonus question. Um, okay. What is the best advice you can give to somebody who has no stock knowledge, doesn't feel comfortable with the market? So essentially, with our target with our target audience that we're trying to reach this podcast to, what advice would you give those individuals? No, for one, uh, stick with what you know. So, like investing is actually like like personal finance. It's personal. So you're you're the only one who knows what you know, and you're the only one who knows what you're uh, capable of tolerating. So in the market, there's a lot of things that you can't that you should tolerate, like volatility, like that. If you know, uh, example for me, I'm I'm working on uh, websites and everything like that. So I'm familiar with Apple. I'm I'm familiar with Facebook. I'm familiar with Google. So I'm I'm okay with them going down, and my confidence on them, like my confidence on. Uh, I can see that uh, Facebook will stay for a long time. I can see that Google would stay for a long time, and I could see that Apple would stay for a long time. So I'm sticking with what I know, and it it gives me a lot of uh, edge to other investors. Not that you're competing, but uh, it's it's a confidence thing for for new investors. Great, um, and what kind of a, kind of like a, se- a secondary question to that. Um, do you need to have a thousand, ten thousand dollars start off investing? Uh, I would say no, because I started with one hundred dollars. I started with that so, just to test the waters, and then from that I started adding ten dollars here, five dollars there, twenty dollars here, like that dividends coming in. So it it started growing, snowball like that, and now I'm 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 I'm. I think I'm on the level that uh, I can consistently do it. So you went from starting off with just a hundred dollar bill to building this up to a $40,000 portfolio. Ron, you're like the success, the success, the, I can't talk today. The success stories that, you know, people hear about and, you know, you're that everyday person who just literally tries, you know, do their best and, you know, be responsible and build up wealth. And that's amazing, Ron. Um, Last question here, not stock related. When you're not working, when you're not doing stock research, when you're not doing content creation, what are some of your hobbies? What do you like to do for yourself? For one, uh, I love reading manga. So uh, you would see me in the corner reading on my phone. And then I also do uh, read an actual book. I also do uh, basketball if I have time like that. And then mostly my, my time is consumed by creating content, writing like that. All-time favorite anime, go. Um, wait, there's a lot right now. <laughs> Black All Clover time. for one. <laughs> Got you. For yeah. me, I, I'll, I'll always go to my two classics, Cowboy Bebop, Death Note. Can't go wrong with it. Oh, definitely, yeah. Those are classics. Awesome. So everybody here, um, one penny at a time. For everybody here, uh, uh, Ron, a.k.a. Binoy Stock Investor, go follow him on YouTube. Um, at the bottom of the description, I will have his link so you can go ahead and check out his stuff. Uh, very inspirational stuff, Ron. Uh, I appreciate you taking the time no to make this work with us, especially with us having the crazy time zone difference. So um, th- thank you for 
you know, getting to speak to my audience about how literally, if you literally do, you set a goal, you stick at it, you stick with it, no matter what happens, you can reach that $40,000 portfolio, you can reach that $100,000 portfolio, you can reach that $350,000 to buy that one share of Berkshire, who knows, you know, but wow. it's, yeah, it's that, be- it's that behavior, it's that behavior and uh, you're, you're a success story there, Ron. Thank you for sharing your story with one penny at a time and uh, everybody make sure to go check them out on YouTube. Thank you so much.